Welcome to the Women in Weightlifting podcast. Join Mark House and Christy Brewer as they learn the stories of USAW's elite female athletes. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Women in Weightlifting, a podcast hosted by Mark House and Christy Brewer. We are here today with National University champion uh, Maddie Staniszewski, uh, fresh off her gold medal performance in the snatch at the North American Open Series 1 uh, in Salt Lake City um, about a month ago, uh, where she also won the, the University National Championships at that point in time. So welcome, Maddie, to uh, the Women in Weightlifting podcast. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> so, and congratulations. That was a pretty, pretty nice performance. I know, uh, my first national title. Oh, well, yeah, I was looking through your, your history a little bit today. So Not you... a lot. Not a lot of action. <laughs> well, you had a silver, you had a silver at juniors in, in 2020, right? Um, yes. Yes. I would yeah. assume that would be a bigger moment in your life, but okay. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, congratulations. So, um, Maddie, we're, as we talked a little bit about off screen, um, we just kind of want to get to know uh, you as an athlete, both on and off the platform a little bit. Um, and so we have kind of a, a series of, of questions that Christy and I will, will go through with you and feel free to share what you want to share and we'll, we'll, we'll edit out the rest. So sure. um, anyway, well, I'll go ahead and, and take the first, the, kind of the first question. Um, how did you get into weightlifting? How, how did this journey begin? Uh, I feel like this is so typical for a lot of younger lifters. I was a gymnast for like eight or nine years and oh, I wow. quit when I was 14, I think. Yeah, I think I was 14 turning 15 and my mom was doing CrossFit at the time. So I went into CrossFit and I didn't really, cause I'd been doing cardio, you know, my whole life. I was like, I don't want to do this you know, I don't enjoy it anymore. So um, my old CrossFit coach introduced me to weightlifting and that was it. Started. What year did you start weightlifting? Um, I want to say 20, 2016. Okay. I, I was still 15, I think. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I you was, started about the same time and uh yeah. a 20 year age gap there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i started at 35 oh my gosh so so, so maddie how, you're 21 i'm 20 i turned 20 in november so so you're technically still 19 no i'm 20 okay I turned 20 in november but it's so i turned 21 in this, november this, this november. year Okay. Yes. And weightlifting years, you're 21. Correct. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you have another year as a junior. No, <laughs> it, no it completely I changes everything. That's so, cool. uh, so you kind of wandered in from CrossFit. Um, yeah, you're a little tall to be a gymnast, if if memory serves. You know, I wasn't always this tall. I'm like five four. When I was a gymnast, I was so short. I was probably like maybe five foot and I weighed like, man, it took me forever to break a hundred pounds. So I was weighing wow. like 90 pounds up until I was like, I want right, to say when I was a freshman in high school, I broke a hundred pounds. 
So when I quit, I immediately put on probably like five to 10 pounds just because I think it was so stressful and I never really had an appetite as a gymnast. Like it was just way too much to a point where I wasn't, it wasn't fun. So it was like stress and then the lack of cardio and everything. I just put on weight immediately, but, and then I started growing. So I am tall. I know. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you're, five, five, you're five, four. Five, four. Okay. See, from my- I swear on Instagram, you're like five, seven. I think you're I'm so not. tall. I know. No, it's <laughs> five, four, but it's tall for, you know, it's a 59. It's tall for a 59. Yeah. yeah so, so you got to remember from, from my perspective, right? I sit three feet below. Yeah. And so you guys all look like you're eight feet tall to me because I'm looking up like this at everybody. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> you being just a little bit taller than the rest of the crowd makes you look like you, you know, you're just this. I'm always going to be the leg. taller one though. I was the tallest one as a 55. I was like, man, I don't belong here. That's when I moved. I only moved up to oh, 55 wow. a year ago. So I know. yeah. And then I know I'm going to be the tallest 59. So I was like, oh. you know, why the change from 55 to 59? I mean, other than just uh, growing up. I was just, I just outgrew the weight class. I was always weighing like around 57.5, maybe 58. And I was tall. So I was hitting like the numbers in training that would have put me on a team. And then come competition time, the cut, like I was so drained. And I know cuts are hard for everyone. Like I even have to cut now. It's not a big deal. Um, but I just knew I outgrew the weight class. I was, I was still a junior. I was still growing. And so when I like decided after juniors last year, I was, and we were going into quarantine. I was like, I'm done going 59. And I immediately put on like two kilos, like in a couple months. And yeah, now I'm weighing, you know. Yeah, you put on some serious, some serious numbers since. I know, and that's what told me like this was what needed to happen. Like I knew it was going to be, and my coach was like, "Well, you know, like when you move up, I, it's like there's no guarantee how much your numbers are gonna, you know, jump or not jump or how much progress." But I was like, "I just know this is going to work. It needs to be done. I'll take the risk." I was like, "I rather." take the risk and not make a junior team then stay 55 and try and do it that way I was like I don't care 59 it's gonna happen eventually I'd rather it happen now and yeah so quarantine it just my numbers really jumped honestly it's been all last year and up until right now that they've been really been going that's cool so were you a 55 you started as a 55 and you were there for a couple of years and then you've been a 59 for really only less than a year yeah i'm trying to for think a year so the first competition i did as a 59 was um when they were doing all the like online camp like qualifying mm. last summer that was my first one as a 59 and i don't even think i weighed 59 at that point i think i was weighing 58 or like maybe 59 and change no, I was probably weighing 58 still. So, yeah, it's only been a few competitions that I've done so far. Yeah, I was just looking at your first, your first 59 competition was like last August, which. Yeah, um, last August. So, yeah, pretty, pretty impressive, you know, 
last year's juniors was a 75 kilo snatch. And then, you know, you just hit that 87 um, in March, which spectacular lift, by the way. Um, I know it was, I hit it a week before and I have been, I'd been trying 87. I was like, oh my God, it was so annoying. I was like, God, I hit 85 in the summer. I'm trying to hit this like upper eighties. I can't, I can't do it. And then I like killed it in training literally the week before. Cause we didn't taper for that meet or anything. So I was feeling really confident. Um, and that was my second time going three for three and snatch. Wow. I don't go, I've never gone six for six. <laughs> I don't think I ever will. <laughs> no, never say never. Never, yeah. I've never seen ever, but. I, I have confidence in you, Maddie. You can do this. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I, I need to make that my goal for this. Epic, though. It's such an incredible feeling. Um, the six for six performance. And oh those God. who do it are wait. amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> so uh, tell me a little bit about like, what do you do outside of lifting? I mean, I know you're you're a student, right? Because you looked at the university championships. I'm assuming you're a student. I am a student. Yeah. Um, so. I decided to, like, even before quarantine, I was taking all of my classes online, um, just because I'm at my community college. I'm like, I don't want to sit in these classes for hours. And where I train um, up in Vero Beach, it's like an hour drive probably fully and I'm up there going four days a week so it takes like a good chunk of my day so I was like online school will fit you know the schedule I have um so yeah I'm a student what do you what are you studying uh my my major is going to be business so and I didn't take any um college classes in high school so I'm still working towards my AA right now Kind of behind, you know. No, <laughs> I feel like everyone is such a rush, and then I wish that I would have. I was not in a rush. Not, not in a rush. All my teammates, they're so proactive. Like a lot of them, they're going to UF and blah, blah, blah. And Yeah. I'm, like, oh, I'm just here on my online. No. School. You'll yeah. work the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm, I'm so not academically motivated. It's <laughs> hard for me. I really have to try. No, so Kristen, do you? Yeah, so you, you go to school remotely. You said you go to Vero Beach four days a week. So do you train remotely or do you just train four days a week? So I train four days a week. I'm up there four days a week. And then Monday and Thursday, I do morning sessions at my house. I have a setup mm -hmm. in my driveway, which I'm sure you guys have yep. seen. I had it going since quarantine. And I was like, God, I really want to keep the two days going. I really like them. I'm getting in good work. And my coach is like super big on having full recovery days. So he won't give me five days of training or six days of training, it's just four. So I was like, mm -hmm. okay, you're gonna give me four, you know, give me my two days on Monday, Thursday. Cause I get- So you train four days a week, but six sessions? Correct, yeah. Okay, nice. So what, what do those sessions look like? I mean, how much volume are you doing? What, what's, what's, your, what's your day look like? Um, all right. So right now, all right. I just got back into, all right, we were on a front squat cycle. So I haven't done any back squats in probably five or six weeks. So I'll squat in the mornings on my two days. Um, and then it'll be something small after like power clean push presses 
and then a little accessory work. And then that'll be in the morning and then I'll go up to training. Um, I snatch Mondays and Thursdays and I clean and jerk Tuesdays, Saturdays. So, and then my squats will usually alternate. Um, like right now they're gonna start to alternate again, like back squats on Monday and then front squats Thursday. Um, and they're all heavy right now. We're getting back into heavy squats. So I've been dead all week because I try to do a three rep back squat on Monday after not back squatting for weeks and it just wrecked my week. I've been feeling like crap all week. And I knew I was going to and I pushed it anyways. <laughs> so what, how, how much are you back squatting? What do you do back squat triples with? Um, he actually kind of left it up to me. Um, like most of the time he'll do percentage work, like typical, but on Monday, like just because I hadn't done any back squats, I was doing like fives, um, to begin with that, like immediate, moderate weight, like whatever I felt comfortable with. And then, uh, triples like three by three triples and then work up to a heavy three. So I was, I was doing triples at like 110, 15, 20. I was like trying to keep it really light just because I wanted to hit like a nice triple after. And then actually, no, I stopped at 15 and I was going to go, I'm trying to think, I was going to go 15, 25, 35. Um, but he's like, no, I'd like to see 30 because I'd be a PR triple and I was like, all right, whatever. So <laughs> I ended up taking a jump from 15 to 30 and I crushed 30 like I knew I would. And I, I always do this, it's not good. But I take these huge jumps because I'm so like confident. <laughs> so I jump from 30 to 40 and my best back squat one rep is 145 right now. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna crush 40 for a triple. I'm gonna back squat 50 after this. So. I jumped from 30 to 40. I hit a really nice 40, went for the second. I missed it on the second one. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll drop down to 35 now. So, and then I hit 135 for like a real grindy triple. I shouldn't have done that. That's, I mean, that's that's still, uh, as, as, the, as the Brits would say, that's big 10. I mean, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> you're, you're moving a lot of, you're moving a lot of weight. Um, yeah. You know, triples at 135 or I mean it's not bad no <laughs> it's not bad it's not bad I'm doing, not I mean you're doing well over double body weight squats it's it's pretty impressive I know these 59s out here though they're moving serious I, squats they, they so, do yeah the 59s move some serious weights around I need a yeah that's why I'm like you know it's decent it's a PR but I really want to hit like you know something bigger than 35 but it is what it is, you know. My uh, my first coach just always used to say, "You don't compete in the squat, so it doesn't matter." It's I know. Like, <laughs> put it where it counts, and that's always been my mantra of like, "Oh, I've got to find my legs in the actual lift <laughs> versus <laughs> just the squat." Yeah, I, I want to compete in clean and squat. Those would be my two lifts. Yeah, the the jerks and the snatch thing are just mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, they so, go away. <laughs> okay, but so Maddie, I I. I as we're watching people, you know, lifting, and I've been watching you on Instagram. Um, what are you actually capable of snatching? I wish I could say it's more than what it is. 
because I, you saw the 97, great lift. Yeah. Um, I wasn't expecting to hit that. I knew I was going to hit five. Um, just because my best from the blocks was like 91. I'm so good from the blocks. If I was as good from the floor as I am from the blocks, I'd be snatching. Unstoppable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that, that's the question. I mean, can you, can you get that 97 from the floor? No, no. Let me tell you, I tried to snatch 90 once again yesterday. Didn't happen. It's not happening. It's going to happen. But I mean, like, you had a 90. Day now. You had just, a 90. Two, didn't you from the floor? No, I wish. Oh, I thought no, I no, it's gonna come. It's just because yeah. my back squats for Monday, my back's done for the and the jerks on Tuesday, my back's done for the week. So I took like one attempt at it and I was like, all right, because I'm gonna have another opportunity next week. Um, because I have a power plus full max. Um and coach is going to be out of town, so I can't. <laughs> be no. out of town with Jason at Pan Am, so I'll have a couple. You know. So when is um, when's your next competition? Like, what are you preparing for? Um. Okay. So we have we're doing a little local meet at Oli Concepts oh, nice. at Danny Camargo's gym. That's in two weeks. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to go crazy there. Probably, I would, but I don't think Brian will let me. And then. May 23rd, 22nd or 3rd is Florida States. Mm. So I think we're going to really push there. I'm excited. Our states, Florida weightlifting is crazy. It's crazy. The energy yeah. is crazy. Our states is probably everyone's favorite meet of the year over nationals over everything it's just like we're such a community so it's it's just fun it's just fun it's the only time i really enjoy competing without stress so i'm excited huh. so cool. that'll be fun um and then it's nationals yep it's coming quick what, what is the, what is the goal for nationals um it'll probably depend on states and what i hit you know leading up he said he wants me to um shoot for like a 92 113 at states which would be a 205 total i think um and if it's anywhere near that that's probably what nationals will look like i don't know it's hard to say well because i mean it, as christy and i were talking about last week you know there's only there's only 659s that have hit a 200 kilo plus total mm -hmm. um and so when you hit that marker, that's a big deal. I know. Yeah. I was hoping he's going to let me do that at the at the little meet we're doing in two weeks. I was like, let me just snatch, you know, put on whatever for snatch. And then for clean and jerks, we'll, you know, put on whatever gives me a 200 total. And he's like, like it doesn't matter at the he just like it doesn't matter at the local meet i'm like i know but mentally yeah you know it's totally part of the game the process you need it i mean you know yeah. you little, what's your current best total um so my best snatch from the ground is 89 hit that last saturday and 111 oh i hit both of those last saturday yeah i snatched after um my clean and jerks i hit the 111 and then i was like let's snatch 
I had a max snatch balance and I was like, can I trade my max snatch balance for to snatch? Because I have a huge snatch balance. I don't need to do it. I could snatch balance like 115 or something. Yeah. So I don't need to do it. I was like, let me snatch. So he's like, fine. <laughs> so then I went and I snatched 89, which was a one kilo PR. And it, it like gave me a 200 total on the training day. So yeah, yeah your best competition is 189, right? I mean, your, your best in competition is 189. Yeah. Right. Because that, and that was just from March. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know I didn't have the best clean and jerk day. I was so disappointed, but it's, I've done some tweaking here and there with my jerk. Um, well, yeah, when, I mean, when, cause you posted the, I guess it was the 111 that you, that you cleaned the other day. And I mean, that looked markedly easier than the 102 that you put up at the AO3 or AO1 rather. Yeah. I know. Oh. Well, my openers always look so good. And then it's like, I don't know. It's like, well, here's the thing. Here's what I need to start figuring out is because I push jerk. I don't always squat jerk throughout my entire training. I push jerk until I can't. And then mm -hmm. it turns into a squat jerk. So I'm not going squat jerks the whole way up, but I've started to do like a little one plus two with a push jerk plus squat jerk or a push jerk and an overhead squat um just to get that moving because then it's like I'm push jerking all the way up until like 102 or three and then it's my first squat jerks of the day are usually kind of ugly so <laughs> okay so I have to ask how did you get into squat jerking yeah that was like okay um I discovered the squat jerk on accident um two years ago well, it was really the push jerk. Then it turned into the squat jerk. Um, I injured my foot really stupidly at the beach. So I was doing no feet stuff in training. Oh, like okay. for, for probably like, you know, five, five or six weeks. And like, I didn't take any time off. I was like, I'm going to do no feet, everything. I'm going to no feet snatch. I kind of snatch like that anyways. So it's fine. And then I was doing push jerks and I was doing like a heavy like double or single from the blocks and I hit like a 92 I think it was a 92 I was still a 55 so it was like a 92 and I have never split jerked 90 kilos ever to this day wow so I was like dude I've been push jerking for what three weeks and it's already better than my split jerk why would I not compete and what gives me more on the platform it doesn't make sense and he was kind of against it because he didn't have anyone that pushed jerked or squat jerked so he was like I don't know I don't know so we trained it and it was it was good he tried to make me go back to split jerks a couple times and then I would do it and it's just it wasn't never good it was never good so we kept going back and then finally it's like fine you're gonna do this, the push jerk and the squat jerk and and it's just been working out it's good well i mean it, it, it's a thing of it's a thing of beauty to watch oh, I right love it. i mean i love it because it's, um, it's so graceful <laughs> i know yeah. it's just a real natural movement it's not weird to me um and my body feels more like 
symmetrical, like the strength on both my, like, like both my sides, like my back and legs, like my body feels so much more symmetrical now. Um, Cause I used to get really bad sciatica um, like every couple months mm. and it would be so bad that I'd just be dragging my leg around and I'd have to keep training or it'd be a time for me and it's like just shooting pain down my back and my legs and it's like so and then once I started doing the push jerks and the squat jerks it kind of went away like entirely I haven't had it in over a year um so yeah it's just really good love it everyone's always freaking out about my squat jerk I'm I like, know the first time I saw it I was like whoa like it's not like when you see someone clean you just mm -hmm. get ready for a split jerk and so when it's different it's like a total shocker. I know I'll go to meets and I'll do it and everyone's <laughs> like whoa and I'm like not a big deal like I know you don't yeah, see it like it's part of the sport you just it's so it. rare no here but yeah we <laughs> always they come on my Instagram they're like oh uh you know Lou would be proud or whatever someone said that the other day I was like oh stop it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true though. I mean, we see, you know, I don't know, 90 plus percent of people split jerk. And so when you mm -hmm. see a squat jerk that is executed well, um, it's a thing. It really is a thing of beauty to see. Uh, I know. I'm um, trying to do little tweaking things here and there. Like when I catch the bounce on it, it's like perfect. Uh, like at the time now I won't even catch the bounce on my cleans but I can catch it on the jerk and then it looks like it's effortless so and that won't happen on like max attempts but it's nice like working up and I catch the bounce and it's nothing but I was having like most of my trouble is like um like I'd I need to start pushing with my legs more on the way down because sometimes I'll fly down too quick and it'll just bounce and go behind me mm -hmm. or I'll get stuck and and it's always my left arm and it'll kind of like go forward and when it goes forward I start doing this twisting thing trying to save it and Brian's like freaking out he's like I don't like that you look like you're gonna snap your back <laughs> I'm like <laughs> so I really I've been trying to focus on just putting it as far back behind me like as possible um because then it's just locked in and it's not going anywhere and I stand up I can always get out of the bottom so yeah I'm just trying to be more consistent with them uh, I'm, curi I'm curious do you think that your gymnastics background has helped you be a better weightlifter or what essentially has helped you become like be where you're at because you're you're good and you're getting better like how what is making you progress so quickly um gymnastics yes in terms of mobility like my overhead mobility is pretty good um mm -hmm. like a lot of people couldn't squat jerk because like shoulder mobility and everything and I've always just had a really strong like just overhead strength um I'm sure it's translated from gymnastics um it's hard to pinpoint exactly what is, I think it's just a combination of, um, I'm trying to think. I've gotten really in tune with like my recovery outside of training um, 
because you know if i if i'm not feeling it like feeling good like i can't make anything good happen right so, so tell us tell us more about that something like what is your recovery routine your process what's your um, the secret sauce i try to do like everything i can at home to avoid having to go and get worked on or get a massage just because I just prefer not to. Yeah. Um, I've been really into Epsom salt baths. I take them like several times a week. Um, the Epsom salt baths, the, I have a cupping kit. So I cup my back once a week. I've grassed in, I grassed in everything. Theragun, um, stretching, I'll make my boyfriend or my mom, uh, she does a lot too. Uh, I'll make her massage my back. I'm like, can you please just give me like a 10 minute massage, like big day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Training day tomorrow, please. So, and my boyfriend's also my teammate. So we just like help each other recover as much as possible. Um, yeah, it's mainly those couple things. If it's really bad, I'll go get a massage or I'll go get worked on, but eh. You know, I don't, I don't need yeah. to. Well, it's cool that you can do most of it at home. Like, I agree. That's where a lot of people fell short mm -hmm. is where they think, oh, I have to go somewhere. And they just get lazy on the after, yeah. you know, the stretching and mobility work. Yeah. How's your nutrition? Um, It's pretty good. It's pretty good right now. Uh, usually, well, actually, I really enjoy eating well. And then after the competitions, I go on like a bender of just <laughs> eating whatever Mm -hmm. And I don't even really enjoy it. So I don't know why I do it. Cause I feel like crap. I'm like, yeah, my chips and my soda. And dessert. Uh, it's actually well, one of, one of our, one of our stock questions is what is your, like your, your particular indulgence. So like after you have a big competition, like what mm -hmm. do you want to go eat, drink, whatever? Um, oh man, probably. Ooh. It depends where we are. If it's like, if it's like, um, I don't know, it's hard to say, man. Like, right <laughs> after, if it's nationals, like, I don't know, it's gonna be whatever is available. If it's like in Florida, I just want, you know, like at a local meet, I just want a pizza and I want some sort of fast food or Chick fil A or. I love Chick fil A. Oh, <laughs> I want a milkshake. I want the largest fries, a big lemonade. I don't know. It really depends. But I'm also like, I also like to get a lot of snacks, like, cause I'm always home. I don't do anything. So after the meets, I'll be at home and I just want to be in bed eating chips and dessert and drinks. But oh God, I don't, I don't enjoy it that much anymore. I used to enjoy it and now I don't. So you're just getting eating. old, Betty. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I don't know. so what is what is your favorite lift what is your least favorite lift that, that, like that, I mean any lift doesn't have to be one of the Olympic lifts well it used to be my least favorite was clean and jerk but now I'm getting decent I'm getting there so not anymore any power position like lift like power position snatch power position clean hate it i hate it they're the worst um what else do i not like i hate i need big poles but i hate them i hate poles deadlifts i just feel so bad after um my favorite lift ah 
probably snatch or snatch balance or snatch from the blocks. I was going to say, if you can, I, I mean, I've seen. Yeah, you can you press the them? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, if you can snatch balance 115 or some ridiculous number, of course you're going to like it. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's not, well, you know, it's, I don't even know if it's that I like it or if it's, I'm just really good at it. <laughs> but definitely snatch from the blocks is my favorite. Um, I really need to figure that out from the ground because I'll be in good shape if I can do that. Um, if, I mean, honestly, if you can put if you can put the lifts together from the ground, I mean, your your overhead strength on the snatches is just unreal. Right, I know. Ugh, I know. I need to figure it out. I can snatch a hundred from the blocks probably if I try to do it like next week. I need to figure it out. That's why the poles, like the positioning, I need to stay over longer. Ugh, yeah. Um, so definitely snatch and snatch from the blocks are my favorite, for sure. I haven't done any cleans from the blocks. I don't know why. Hmm. I haven't been programmed ever. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. So a couple of, just a couple of last, last questions and then we'll let you, uh, let you off, off. But, um, so one of the things that, that, uh, people ask me and, and that I find interesting and that, and a question that I get a lot from um like spectators is how do you how do you get into the mindset so we load you know 95 96 97 kilos on the bar at nationals for you to snatch and how, what mindset are you going out how do you prepare mentally for that lift you know run me through you know as, as i said to christy last week i'm like i call your name you have one minute on the clock go <laughs> well, I've never been in that position where it's like a huge weight on the bar. That's only recent that I've hit, you know, decent numbers. So I don't even know. I'll just, I think I just be like, actually, I don't think there'd be a whole lot of thought to it. I can't overthink it. Cause then I just mess myself up. I'm just probably like blank. And I'm just gonna be like, all right, you're gonna have to rip on this thing and put it as far back as possible, just because I know if I can put it back, like my overhead strength will be there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You, you don't have a particular routine when you like walk out onto the platform? No, it's not a whole lot of thought. I can't. That's interesting. That, that is fascinating. It's a lot in the back. It's a lot in the back, but then I get to the stage and then it's like nothing. All right, talk to us about what goes on in the back. What, what are you thinking? Uh, it depends where I'm at. Um, national me, I'm usually pretty stressed. I'm like, make sure you're doing this. I can't be looking at anyone next to me or around me. Yeah. That's what I got really bad at. Because um, I haven't competed, you know, well, all of us. We haven't been on a stage in over a year. So, But I used to be so caught up in what everyone else was doing. It really wasn't good. So... I can't be paying attention to anyone around me, even though I will anyways, because I just want to be like, why is she at that number on the bar? And I'm only here. Um, I hate that. Oh, I can't, I can't do it. I just can't pay attention to anyone. And that's why when I moved up to 59, I was like, I can't follow anyone on Instagram that's a 59. That's why I only followed you a couple of days ago. I was like, all right, I guess I have to make an exception. But it was like, like me focusing on, the, you know, the surrounding, it's not going to do me any good. I can't, yeah. I can't, it's not going to help me. So I really, I don't follow any of my competitors. I don't know what anyone's doing. And I like it like that. 
I'd rather not know. I just assume that, you know, everyone's outlifting me. I can't, I can't count anyone out ever. Um, so. Well, yeah. in this weight class, that's actually true. I mean, you, you, it <sighs> is so a many good, super, super competitive class. So competitive. Everyone's, you know, I guess there's like a lot of not posting, uh, you know, what everyone's doing. I'm out here posting every little thing. Cause it's like, to me, you know, what people are doing in training, you know, they're not necessarily going to do it on the platform like on meet day it's a totally different animal like yep. you could hit this in training come meet day you know you go one for three or you bomb out or whatever um and no one posts their body weight i'm like i'm out here you know telling everyone my body weight i'm like well i don't know if you weigh 63 or if you weigh 59 and change or what so yeah, you know, yeah that's one of the interesting things about you know i see people posting you know bigger lifts than what i've seen them do in competition it's like mm -hmm. all right well all right i have no clue what anyone weighs right now or yeah i don't know you know i post my body weight because i'm always weighing around 60 uh or right over i never really weigh 61 i'm pretty comfortable at like 60 and change um so yeah i always like telling people i'm like hey look <laughs> Yeah, this, is, this is real. I, I, I can yeah. do this. Yeah, I really weigh this on a day to day basis. Uh, well, yeah, you essentially weigh the weight class. Like, right. But it's so hard because I'll weigh that very comfortably, but it takes me so long to drop the kilo and a half. It takes me weeks. Like, my huh. body. No, I, it takes me a little bit when I start cutting. I can't just like, like go right into it like, and flip the switch on my diet. Um, but. Yeah. I really, I'll get to like two weeks out and then it scares me. And then I'm like, oh my God, I'm gonna have to drop this weight. Like, and I know a kilo and a half is nothing. People drop that in the morning, but it, to me, yeah. Oh God, I gotta do this. What if I don't make weight? I don't know. Chris, what, how much weight do you, how much weight do you water cut off? Me? Yeah. Uh, the most is two kilos, but my preference is one and a half kilos. Yeah, so, I mean, many, I mean, that, yeah. that would be my guess. <laughs> yeah, you walk at what I water cut. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's not much. I can't complain. It's not, but it's also like whatever you're used to. And in reality, like to me, it's like weight is so irrelevant because in reality, like people start in different positions and what they're comfortable with and like what they're used to carrying. Like there's so much more into this whole like weight class sport than versus like, honestly, most people only weigh 59 kilos for what? five minutes yeah. an hour when right. they hit that plot you know yeah and everyone's back up to 60 and change by the time they step yeah on. i bet i hit the platform at 62 oh my god <laughs> no i definitely get back up there right <laughs> uh, but i like do everything like i don't have to do too much with my diet i don't even need a water cut i like water cuts i enjoy them um, you're crazy i'll eat big crazy. meals i can eat really big <laughs> meals all week and and do the cut and it's like nothing it's like nothing happened yeah. but my coach is like you can't rehydrate in time i'm like watch me chug this pedialyte because i'll be back being in five minutes but whatever yeah um, so i love pedialyte I just, <laughs> is that what you guys drink to rehydrate i'm drinking yeah. pedialyte right now i drink it all the time you do? I do. I enjoy it. I drink it on big training days. 
it's like yeah no but I have big training day tomorrow yeah and well because I take Epsom salt baths so often and I'm always sweating so bad in there so yeah. I have to make sure I drink one when I'm taking a bath yeah I do notice like electrolytes are huge and I think many people are deficient mm-hmm. so that's interesting you take them all the time yeah right, Chris, cool. do you have any other questions before I ask our last question nope all right, Give it last a question, Maddie. You're, it, this is this is super important. All right. God. <laughs> what music do you like to listen to when you're training? Ooh. What is your favorite song to like have uh, have on the radio when you've got a PR on the bar? <laughs> um. All right. Okay. When I'm head no judgment. <laughs> when I'm headphones in, it's it's like I'm listening to. Oh man. I'm listening to like different mixes, like um, this gym that's right near me called Freedom Weightlifting. Uh, there's an athlete there and he makes really good lifting mixes. He's like a DJ. Um, so I lift, I listen to that. Um, and then when it's like a PR, um, probably flute, the standard, like every guy's listening to the song called flute and this new one, uh, throwing elbows. Oh man. Like if I ever need an adrenaline. I don't even flute. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna have to Google this. Write it down. We're both old, Mark. Flute. It's an old song. It's an old song, but it's just like a classic. Everyone, you know. I mean, I thought maybe we were talking about little Jethro Tull or something, you know? Like write it down. Flute. (laughs) And then another one, throwing elbows. Say that again. Sorry. And throwing elbows was the other one. Throwing elbows, either right. one depends yeah. on. All right. Well, Maddie, thanks for taking uh, some time with us this afternoon. We greatly appreciate it, and cannot wait to see you competing in Detroit. Um, we will be uh, broadcasting the the, the podcast uh, over the next couple of weeks, and then um, looking forward to seeing you in Detroit and seeing you on the platform with <laughs> a. With hopefully an American record attempt on the bar at some point during the evening. No pressure. We'll see. <laughs> if I can get my snatch in check, which I don't know if it'll happen at Detroit, I, but I have absolute confidence in you. You can <laughs> you, you you can get your snatch in check and be well into the nineties. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> All right. Maddie, thanks very much. <laughs> and um, I'm gonna take us off the air. Hold on just a second.